Hello and welcome to We're Undateables, the podcast where we talk about everything successful and unsuccessful from relationships. We go from first bad dates to the worst dates imaginable, to rocky relationships, to life lessons in the long run. My name's Callum Hancock. And I'm Femi Akibabola. And together, we're undateables. And you guys are undateables, or you must be if you're listening to this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy, and laugh alongside us. You know, you're now 21, so you're at an age where... Don't remember it, <laughs> quite frankly. You're a year wiser. Uh, that's debatable. It's very debatable. To say the least. You're also a year older. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be 21? Arthritis is uh, coming quick, I think. My back is so sore. I think I, I fell down the stairs yesterday. Apparently I, I collapsed and then fell down the stairs. I also got booted out of revs for being too drunk. I mean, if you want to celebrate your... 21st birthday and make it memorable. Make it unmemorable. Un- well, I don't yeah. remember it. I, I, I've lived it through video evidence of my antics. I think that's how everyone gets, you know. It's it was the bottomless brunch. We went to bottomless brunch and um, it was going fine. And then as soon as we left bottomless brunch and went to Spoons, it just, it was, that was like the start of the downward spiral. And then I remember walking into Revs and then waking up in my bed. What do you know? I really saw like, I felt like I'd been punched in the face and punched in the back. But then looking at the videos, I fell down the stairs, proceeded to hit my face on the wall and my back on the stairs. So it was memorable. It was memorable to say the least. Like yeah. you, well, can't, you, you don't really quite remember it. You just, you're saying, you know, you went to revolutions and then, you know, you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. The videos are awful. But I guess it is your 21st. You're only 21 once. But that's the thing. When you celebrate your your birthday, you've got to make it memorable. Mm. And to have that night where you have video evidence of your friends recording it, you can now look back and you can just laugh forever now mm. with that. And with that, it actually brings me on to my question of the day. What is the biggest life lesson you've learned from a previous relationship oh that's a good one that is a good one um i mean for a man that's as as fast as me uh probably moving too fast uh i've got a habit of rushing into things um so i've got to say probably rushing into things and i think from my first relationship is when it ends you you, you well actually from the second one as well when it ends you you just gotta get over it they're, like I get people do go back to like exes and stuff before, um, and I'm I'm a firm believer. I think if it ended, don't don't go don't go back. Because there was there's a lesson that my mum taught like taught me. Um, it was very much a case of she said an ex is an ex for a reason. <laughs> you leave the first time. You don't go back a second time. Mm. But then I, th- I generally thought about it and I was like, you can leave someone for the first time. You can go back the second time. Yeah. And the lesson that you didn't learn the first time, you can learn the second time. Because mm. very much it might be the case of there's something in that relationship mm. that did not work for it 
to end the first time. Yeah. So, so very much if I... So the first relationship I ever had, I know the reason why it broke down. Right. Because a lesson that I had to learn afterwards mm. was something I should have learned yeah. within the relationship. So it's very much a case of... So I've only had, like I said in the last episode, I've only had the one relationship. So this was in 20... 2018. Whoa. So I was- That's a while ago. <laughs> we're, going, we're going back to the yeah, dark yeah. ages at this point. So I've had situationships and I've had like the talking stages and the, mm. the flings with people, but I've not had a committed relationship since that that one. So I've had like, you know, you have the situationship where you don't quite know what it is. Mm. You're kind of testing the waters a little bit. Yeah, I bit. think everyone's been in that boat. So it's one of those of like, when I talk about a fully fledged relationship, I've only literally had the one. And it was a case of 2018. So I was, I was 19 going on 20. So I was like, I'll set, I'll set this, the scene for you. Cause, mm-hmm. cause I, I still know story it. Story time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, you love my story times. Oh, like I know it from like, I, cause I, cause when it's, something that's good and it's a, it's a good memory you remember it from the moment it started mm. to the moment it ended mm. I must have horrific birthdays I have no memory of mine <laughs> so very much it was I was eight I was 19 years of age when I first met her and I was fresh out of university so I've just left where I was studying in my education for the first time. So I wanted to be an actor when I was like young. So I would say like past past the age of 20, I stopped wanting to be an actor and I wanted to mm. go down a different career path because I was like, it's not achievable in this. I can see you being an actor actually. Now that you say that, you're very good in front of a camera. So <laughs> I can see that. Um, so it's, <laughs> so it's, it's definitely one of those of like, it's a career path that I've learned a lot from mm. and it's given me like a lot of life environments from doing that education. So that education has taught me life lessons within itself. Yeah. So it was something that I had left university. I was then working in a full-time job doing a, a, like a nine to five Monday to Fridays. So I've gone from the environment of being free, you're a kid, your understanding of the world is still you're still adapting because I'm someone who at that time had not dated in the real sense because you go to university for the first time you can find love within your first year of university because you're becoming an adult you're growing up at that stage of of your life like so when I left university I was still very much blind to other people yeah it was still, in a way, I was being quite selfish, caring about myself. Mm. So when I met her, so I met, so I met her through Tinder. Ooh, yeah. So it's it's the Tinder. Tinder makes a grand uh, return. So, like nineteen years of age, twenty years of age, Tinder was 
the go-to. Mm. Like I was on it. And it's weird. I don't, this is how bad it sounds. I don't remember swiping on her. <laughs> and I know, The accidental swipe came in. And I know that sounds so bad. She just had a machine set up and it's just going, right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. I've got 95 matches, that's impressive. Yeah. And I know it sounds really bad because that's what Tinder is. Tinder is, I say in a way it's potluck mm. because you have options. It's not the typical dating form of, I see you in person, I think you're attractive. Mm. I have to then talk to you in person. I have to right. make an impression. It's, oh, I can just swipe and have unlimited options. <laughs> so if this option doesn't work. Plans A through to Z. Yeah, yeah, I got I got plan B on, on the side. I got plan C. And it's one of those of why dating apps but the percentage for dating apps is only 5% get a relationship from it. Jesus Christ. Why, you think more people would know that? So a massive part of these dating apps and why they're so consistent and why they're so popular. Everyone's chasing that 5%. It's because, yeah, exactly. So everyone's chasing the 5% to be in a relationship because they might see their friend is in a relationship from yeah. a dating app because they're that lucky 5% to say, oh, I've got a relationship, mm. but how long does that relationship last? Yeah. That's another factor of dating apps. A massive factor is, I met this person on a dating app, you were together for three, four months, and then you broke up, and then you go back on the dating apps. Because it's a continuous cycle, because you're not, you're not in, you're in a loop. The moment you download that app, you're in a constant loop to be... You are stuck. Yeah. yeah they got you in. They, they drew you in. You can't leave. Exactly. So with the dating apps of how they are as a whole, it's very toxic. Yeah. Because you can have success, but with the success, you have to dig down deep and go through the catalogue of people. And you don't truly know the people until you meet them in person mm. and then that's when it's your make or break because mm. what I'm finding with a lot of people on dating apps and what I've had people t tell me because I said from episode one yeah I had a mass amount of people now message me and go my dating life is terrible <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm undateable. I was like, brilliant. It's a good thing we have this. Mate, I think mine's been on the up since like the first time. I got taken a wag of this actually. You got taken I got taken to Wagamamas. How was Wagamamas? Oh, it was great. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Honestly, um, I, I thought I pushed the boat out. I didn't get a katsu curry, so uh, I thought I thought I'd step away from the from from the basics. It's my, it's my go to. Yeah, and then this Friday, I'm going I'm going out for food again. I was like, this is. So, so what we've seen <laughs> is a mixed reaction from the from the podcast. We've had people go, oh, don't worry, Femi, I'm here for you. And then I've had, oh, let me tell you my life story. Yeah. I, I've had people message me with their like, with their opinions, and I've had, I've had someone. So I went to the gym recently, and I had someone come up to me who listened. Mm. So I was quite surprised that someone in my gym. Knew my <laughs> you are now famous. But it got shared around, and I was like, oh, oh, you're famous. People know me, mm. um, and they were like, oh, I listened to it, and what I'm finding from dating apps themselves mm. for an older generation right. is something that they 
don't have as much success as we think they would. Mm. Because when, not to be rude on an older generation, yeah, you want to have, you want to be in a relationship, you want to be committed, you want to be stable at a certain age. But then what you realise is the norm of dating is completely gone. Mm. It's not the, I'm just going to meet you and we're going to go on a date. It's what makes or breaks for quite a lot of them is saying to someone, let's go for a coffee and a walk <laughs> at midday. Proper lockdown behaviour, like Yeah, yeah. But it it's shows the calibre of, of who the person is. Mm. Because what would you rather, if a girl said to you, let's go for a walk mm. and a coffee at 12 o'clock mm. or 3, 3 p.m., would you go to it? Or if she said, let's go for a coffee and a drive at 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m. That's a bit scary. That's like, I feel like I might get kidnapped type of thing. But as a guy... I'd go for the midday. Would you? Yeah, I'd prefer it during the... I don't know. Maybe I'm scared of the dark, but I don't think I could deal with going out that late. Because there's a percentage of men Mm. from a stat that I saw. Yeah. If that question was asked to them... Mm they would pick the later time because the male brain goes from on dating apps. Mm. What, what's, what's the, what's the percentage of why men are on dating apps for a hookup? Okay. Right. I see late night, late night vibe type thing. Exactly. So everything is a late night plan. <laughs> Every woman's like right now when they message me after eight, it's a red flag. Now. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a percentage. Like you can, cut down your pool of men or potential partners mm. by saying, let's meet at this specific time and do this specific activity. <laughs> it's a test. Yeah, it's really, it really is a test because it makes, it shows you the caliber of who the person is. Mm. If you say to them, oh, or if, the, if you get asked, oh, let's go for a coffee and we'll go for a walk at like 3 p.m. Yeah. There's no insights for that man to go, oh, I expect, not not expecting. I shouldn't. I should, I'm not going to say the word expected. It's there's a caliber of the male brain goes. I'm not going to assume that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I I got something that'll make you laugh. So you know, I'm going out for for food on on Friday. Yeah. Me and my exciting dating life. Mm-hmm. I'm actually honestly. I, this is the most. This is probably what. Maybe. Sixth time I've got well no at least seventh because I've I obviously had my top five worst dates yeah. out of five. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we're going out for food, but this way this way you find it funny. Guess where we're going after? Where are you going? So we're going out for drinks. That's why I asked you for that cocktail list. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Um, I thought you meant for your birthday, so that's when I sent no, 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 So no. I, I sent you like a list. I was like, Oh, these are the no, best no, no, places. No, 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 no. Thought- this is this is this is for tomorrow actually. All um, oh, right. Me 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 and the girl are going for food. Cocktails, mini golf. Oh, she wanted a one v one. I'm not. Li- she's getting all the smoke. I'm not losing. I so refuse did, to lose. Did she ask you to go to mini golf? Or yeah. Or did you- Do you know what the funniest thing is? Because we were watching that. We were listening to the podcast. Because she yeah, was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I listen to this." And I'm like, um, "I'm not sure you do." That's that's the. Thing. It's the worst thing when because I <laughs> I exposed myself as oh my god I exposed I, myself. I, I'm like no I'm I'm really secretive with my family, <laughs> and um, they probably think I'm like the most innocent kid going, but um, it's like I'm bit of a running joke with me and my family when it comes to relationships. It's just like, I'm always the one that's not in one. 
and um obviously me and my free publicity was just trying to send it out there yeah, getting yeah. it out um it's on instagram a few of my aunties follow me on instagram uh, my uncle does as well actually so i think they saw it and my mum I sent it to my mum to say, oh, look, this is the media work I'm doing with a lot of the TikToks I was editing for the for my placement yeah, on yeah. the course. And um, I just get a message coming back like, oh, no, 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 I thought it was funny. Um, she said it was, quite, it was quite long, but she was like, oh, no, no, no it's funny. Um, who is it you're talking to? And I was like, oh, I did say that. I, <laughs> I did say that in the podcast. I was like, oh, Christ. Well, that, well, that's the thing. I realise there's levels to how you have to talk about certain things yeah that's why with this podcast we don't talk about names no names so don't, don't talk about places because it is a no very face no case <laughs> <laughs> no no uh, it's more like a privacy thing so that's mm. the reason we don't do it and that's why when we do say to you guys to send in your terrible dating stories to our twitter mm. we are undateables it's because we want to share your stories but we don't want to hear names we don't know we don't want to know locations mm. we just want to know the funniest dating stories possible that is also our Twitter handle. So if anyone does want to actually DM us and mm. you know show us that, it's it's more than uh, more than appreciated. And do you know what's funny as well? As it got, it it was like I I didn't I didn't respond to the message because I was like I was just I'll just play it off like it's, it's it's nothing. And then on my day before my birthday, so this was on Tuesday, um, she wanted to Facetime me. And I was like I got I got Facetime I got Facetime my mum, and I was like okay in an hour or so because I was at the time I was actually in the shower and um, I just wasn't at home I was I was at this I was, I was at this girl's place because um, I said she wanted to see me on my birthday and I said I'm going to be very busy that day because it was my 21st we had a whole ton of things planned for ages well, you've, all, you've always got a second for your mum that's the most important yeah. thing but um, so I was like I can stay around and I'll see you in the morning um, type thing and um, I was on FaceTime and my mum goes, why is it so dark? So I was like, okay, cool. Turn on the light. And uh, even as soon as I, as soon as I picked up the FaceTime, because my dad was on it as well. My dad does this thing when he, when, when he wants to ask something that he knows full well, is going to be a little bit more intrusive. <laughs> he has this like proper thinking face on. It's so funny. Cause I could tell from like the get go, I was like, I, 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 I literally asked him, I was like, what are you thinking about? And he was that he, he, he played it off like he was like, oh, I just need something off eBay. I was like, you do not need that thinking face for something <laughs> off eBay. Um, but it, it, I could see him, his, his cogs turning because my mum went, why is it so dark? Put the light on. And I was like, cool. And then the light came on without me having to move because she was next to me. She was like, oh, yeah, I'll put the light. She didn't say anything, but she just reached to put the light on and I was just there like... Yeah, they they definitely caught on to that now. They're like they they've yeah, caught yeah. wind of this. They, they, and then I forgot what I think my dad said something. My dad was just making fun of me because he loves to make fun of me. Or it might have been mum was making fun of me. And she just started laughing in the background and she was like, Yeah, I can hold it. I was just there like, okay. Um I gotta go home this Saturday, so I'm uh, I'm prepared for the grilling I'm about to receive. And and when they listen back to this, they now they're gonna grill you more because they they now know. Oh, I've I've fully accepted. I was like, right, the, the, I've I've accepted the beating. I'm I'm going. It's out there now. Um, but it's, it's quite funny because I know that like people in the past who I've spoken to, um, they see it as like a red. They they, they sort of see it as like a red flag of when like I don't want to tell my parents because I realised a lot of people are like very open with their parents. I think it's just me that really isn't, but like they're really open with their parents and they're like. Oh, have you not told them about me yet? And I'm like, yeah, no. funny enough, no, 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 I haven't. There's there's people who are very 
open with their family and they're very like they they talk about anything possible and I know you just you just mentioned red flags there and mm. what is the biggest red flag that you can think of that perhaps you might have experienced or you might have seen oh that's a good question biggest red flag I've seen I think, um, I think I had someone I know you said it last week when I was telling you the politics story yeah no that is yeah and you you were literally screaming at me saying that's a red flag but you don't realize in the moment it's a red flag no i until you look back and you go mm. oh you know what maybe that would that maybe that was it the only red flag thing about that is that you 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 should know when someone's biased because they won't call conservatives conservatives they'll say tory as soon as they say tories you just know that 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 that, that party is off the tables yeah yeah no, they I, don't like them I, um i was gone red flag uh see the thing is i i don't like being a controlling person you know when you know when you're typing and like they're just like hiding it like really badly like if you're you know full well they don't want you to see who they're talking to i'm i'm down for everyone's privacy yeah. but when you're making like a conscious effort to do like look away almost i'm like or maybe that's worrying if they're laying next to you and they do that mm. i've i'm gonna call myself out so i've done that before mm. and it was a case of i wasn't texting another girl mm. is I was texting my mates about plans I was having but the person like next to me at the time was what I perceived was asleep so I was like oh I don't want the phone being in their face uh, okay so okay. I did the whole I'm gonna turn and just text not realizing not realizing they're not actually asleep they're just like they just got their eyes closed but mm. I, I realized as soon as I turned and started texting mm. and I heard, who are you texting? What are you doing? And I was like, um, my, my, <laughs> my, mate, into a corner here. my mate. And she was, so, um, why, why are you hiding the phone? And I realized that, um, that brings me back to what I was saying earlier with the, the ex relationship. Mm. A lesson that I learned way after was something that in that moment I should have I should have should have known. Mm. You know, my greatest lesson that I learned from that relationship is the simplest lesson. It's communication. I didn't realise how communication is the most important lesson to any relationship. If you cannot have communication, you simply cannot have a relationship. Mm. Because going back to how I met her, so I met her on Tinder, I talked to her for two, two, just two weeks, just two weeks of getting to know this person. And then I was like, I wanna go on, I wanna go on a date with you. Mm. She said, yeah, I, actually took her to to mini golf oh god but she did not me out all the, all the, oh okay she, yeah this, this, this was is, a, yeah, a non-violent no, mini golf no, situation no. so this was this was the first date i was having since i was in high school oh so i was this is how unexperienced to 
a relationship or even someone else because that's how like, I see myself at that age of being selfish mm. because I didn't value other people at the time because right. I had a full-time job I hated. I hated my full-time job mm. because in my mind, I wanted to be somewhere else. Mm. I wanted to I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be in drama school. I wanted to achieve things I thought I was better at. When I look back, I go, right, I should have really got to know who I was from my time outside of university. Mm. And I spent no time. I literally just went, right, I'm in a full-time job. I'm going to do that. Have my weekend, have my weekends off and do it again. And I'm just going to try and be one dimensional and just strive to be an actor, mm. which really I should have gone, right, let me explore <laughs> my environment. Yeah. By luck, I met her. And the first time I saw her, like in person, mm. so something I told you last week, I. What I call moment is a wow, a wow moment. It's when you first see someone for the first time and there's just something there that goes, this person is special. Mm. There's a uniqueness about them that you don't quite know. And what I see it as is I'm going to learn something from this person. I just do not know it yet. So having it, I've had it three times mm. in my life. First person I ever had it from, I was in high school, and that person taught me the value of caring for someone else. Mm. The second person had it for communication. And it's so it's such an important lesson that I learned. And the third person I had it was, you gotta value time mm. and the effort that comes with someone. So for me, it was, I saw this girl for the first time and like I was, I was, I wouldn't say the word love struck. It was very much, you saw me like, wow, 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 wow. wow. Um, what I didn't realize is I said it in, I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> she very much called I just me. say that. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those moments. Of, I, was like, mm. I was like, I was like, I was like, Wow. And she went, oh, thanks. And I, went, I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, just turned to Arnie. <laughs> yeah, you just lost for words. And I was like, I was like straight off the bat, I was like, you know what? I need this date to go right. Because mm. there's something that's just kind of bit me a little bit that's gone. Oh, you know, you might learn a life lesson from this person, but you just don't know it. And I didn't know it at that stage. Like it took me a while to understand why I had wild moments and what the, the value of that was. Yeah. So went to mini golf and I, I was really dumb and I was like, oh, let's put a bet on. So whoever wins has to get a kiss from the loser. Like I, that's how like dumb I was. That's so cheesy. That's how dumb I was. That's so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> I was dumb. Riz from day one. I was I was a <laughs> I was a nineteen year old dumb kid who was like, oh who, who, well, either way, if I lose a win, mm. who knows? You're a winner in my eyes. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
that's, I think that's the first time I actually ever won mini golf. Like I, I, I won and I was surprised. Um, and then we went and had, went and had food in um, an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Like, and it was, like I was, I pre-planned the day. I was like, you know what? We're going to go to mini golf and then we're going to mm. go for food. But what I realized is with any date, if you put time and thought into it, mm. there's some reward. Yeah. But what I also find is the level of how much dedication you put into the first date mm. can also backfire. Yeah. So like you could, if you're going on a first date, what's mm. the first thing you go shopping for? That's a great question because I have not had to plan one. <laughs> there we are. So what most guys do is I'll clean the car. I'll buy a new pair of shoes. My car needs cleaning, actually. My car is very messy. So you think of ways to impress the girl straight off the bat. Mm. But then that's where... Pull up in a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you turn up in a Ferrari, I think many girls would be happy with that. To, to turn up, I'd love to turn up in a Ferrari. <laughs> if I could turn up in a Ferrari. I'm definitely not trying to get Ferrari to brand sponsorship. You know, if they, want, if, four, five, if, if they do want to sponsor us, we're more than happy. We'll happily take a Ferrari. I'll take an Enzo. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those of you find you, a guy will try so hard, mm. then he might not even end up on the date. Yeah. You could buy a pit, brand new pair of shoes, you can clean your car, mm. and then the date goes horrifically wrong. Or it doesn't even begin. They mm. cancel, or something, yeah. something comes up. So there's levels to how much you put in to how mm. much you get given back. Have you, just out of curiosity, have you actually ever looked, because obviously me being so uh, good on Twitter, I am, you definitely didn't have to log in for me. Um, <laughs> have you ever looked at the red flags on Twitter? Because some of them, but there's, there's like some funny ones like butterfly tattoos. Now I say that, the girl I'm talking to has one. And I think it's quite cool. Like I think butterfly tattoos are quite funny. I think they I, can be quite cool. They can be done quite badly, but I they think, are quite I cool. I think it, it means like where on the body mm. the tattoo is. That's a good point, actually. Because it's kind of like unique mm. points to where you can have a butterfly tattoo. Mm. Like I won't judge if someone has a tattoo. Like I don't mind. Um, I don't think I'd ever get a tattoo. Yeah. It, they they said a good red a good way to point out a red flag is to see what you're saved as on as a name on their phone. Right. Someone actually got annoyed with me of how I saved their name. How did you save it? So I. <laughs> it's gonna be outrageous, so, isn't it? Yeah. So I saved someone's name as the long game. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Don't, I mean, uh, that's not the worst I've heard, but I can imagine that's yeah, not yeah, gone yeah, down yeah. amazingly. No, like it went horribly wrong when, like, and how I how they found out was they were in my car and they sent me something on WhatsApp. Like they mm. sent me like a photo, but it pops up on your car yeah. saying so-and-so sent you a message oh, no. and it's just popped up saying the long game. <laughs> and the reason I put the long game, because I was like, ah, oh, I'm generally gonna try. Wait, they messaged you in the car. So they, so I was driving. So I was driving they were in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they sent me a photo. Okay. That I was driving and, I, and like I couldn't stop and be like. So I literally said to him, "Send it to my phone." I see because I was dropping them home. Yeah. So I was like, "I'll see you when I go." 
not remembering that WhatsApp pops up. <laughs> so it literally Idiot. It, it announces the name. Oh no! So it goes. Can't the, even hide from it. Because the, the long game has just sent you a text <laughs> message, and I was like, uh, uh, she was like, why? Why am I the long game? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I, mm. I'm curious to see how things go with us, and yeah. you know, and she was like, oh. Right, I thought you meant like you were gonna play me and like you know this yeah. the long game. I was like, no, 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 no. no, no please. it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. I promise. <laughs> I've seen someone save this money tree before, and I was like, oh, oh, you poor thing. That's the thing. A lot of people, like especially relationships, a lot of people get funny with how their names are in their partner's phone. Yeah, I mean, anyone that's with me, I they should just expect that their name is just going to be their name. <laughs> I. A, for someone as creative as me, I am surprisingly bad at making nicknames and stuff like that. But I also just, like, it really messes with my head. I can't have you saved as anything that isn't your name. Yeah, no, because you get confused then. Apart from one of my housemates. My housemates from from, from the COVID year, um, he saved as he saved as um, my uh, accommodation. Um, oh, so the, the accommodation, like, like flat. House staff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally says, I think it's like Clodian House staff or something like that. Just to, just to remember who they are. Well, no, so we could get into clubs because we, yeah. uh, we were a split flat. Oh, oh, so it was like split into two. Yeah, but we always went out with each, We always went out together. Yeah, and yeah. Um, obviously at the time they were like, if you're from different households. This is a bit of a no. rivalry. Yeah, yeah. But um, they literally were next to us. So we they were, they basically were, but obviously they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they weren't going to allow it. So we, all got a message saying we were well, an edited message to say we're in the same house and I've never changed his never changed his name back since it's quite funny because every time he rings me people are like why is your first year accommodation calling you and I'll be like oh no this 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 my housemate yeah, yeah. no I get that like I, oh, I, I I I do nicknames for one or two people in my phone if we've made it a thing to do nicknames mm. um, but it always seems to be like really offensive so if anyone ever texts me and they they message me, like if I'm in the car driving and mm. they text me, like I had one nickname for someone and I can't mention it on this podcast because... Oh, to be fair, we got some pretty... Our group chats. Yeah. Well, I, do, I, do, I, do, I, do, I don't want to know the names. <laughs> my mate's group chats are like, they are all... When they come up, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. So in a family setting. I yeah, you, you want to be quite careful. But I want to go back to what you told me earlier. Mm. about your greatest lesson that you learned mm. i mean i've got a few there are like quite yeah. a few i to be fair i can think of a third one because i the thing i've never understood is when you know people can be like buddy buddy with their ex type thing i i don't see that as a good thing but um a lot of people say like you should surround yourself with like your mates and stuff when you when you go for a breakup yeah, yeah. i think that is horrible because they just lie to you they're like oh yeah you could do better knowing full well like yeah it's just horrific and um it's really funny i went the last relationship that i got out of i could do better don't get me wrong but um i just went dark because it was it was in covid i literally just like dropped off the the grid turned off your socials all my all my mates were like "Are are you good we haven't we haven't heard from you in a while and i genuinely think that's probably one of the best things you can do just like step away from everything obviously i didn't like just lock myself in a room my family saw me that was about it um but i think that was like the best probably six to nine months i had of just like i could i was i was working myself i i, I did a lot of work i didn't drink at the time so when most people are drinking away their sorrows i was just press-ups left right and center and i think that's the most 
important thing is something that I stupidly did. So I, going back to my ex-relationship, when that split, I was not in a place to jump into another thing. Mm. But I was stupid enough to go and jump into another thing. Mm. So I very much went, oh, you know what? I've experienced a experience that I experienced like a love that was a first love and it was something that was special at the time. And then when I went and jumped into another thing with someone, like it was never a relationship. It was, I literally, I waited three months and I jumped with someone else because I was like, I've missed the feeling of being with that person, but I can't be with that person. If, 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 if I explain the whole situation, it, it makes <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Missing a chapter. Yeah. Um, so like, I've, let's just finish the first date. First date finished. It was lovely. Um, I still class it was probably one of the best dates ever had because it was so simple. Okay. It was simple and on a first on a first date, you if you don't get to know the person as a friend first. Mm. It's kind of a bit of doubt in your head because you go in, do I truly know this person? I'd love to know what you are. Oh, this is a good thing because my housemates were bringing it up. What do you class as a date? Because I've realised the the person who I'm with now. Yeah. My mates are always like, oh, no, 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 no. This, guy, this guy's hooked. He's whipped. Like he's been on so many dates. Because mm. they count it dates because like, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll go over to each other. Or like, I'll go to hers and we'll make food together. Like we'll actually like try but, to make something. That, it's hilarious. That's not, that's not a date. Well, actually, no. A date is what you both class as a date. Mm. There's not like a definitive line. Yeah, yeah. It's always hilarious. So a, a date can be anything. So you, you and her cooking mm. and having time together, mm. you both can openly say, "Yeah, it's a date between us." Yeah, because it's something that you're both find finding enjoyment in. Mm. That's the main thing. I mean, I wouldn't class it as enjoy. Me and her very dyslexic. Trying to read a recipe. <laughs> oh. My God, we got so many things wrong. We were just there and it was just, it was like, it was like, it was a funny downward spiral. Like it started off so promising. We were like, yeah. yep, got this. I came back with burns. We got one of the measurements wrong. I literally looked at her because we made, oh, what was it? Lasagna? Yeah. I didn't hear the end of this from my housemates. Believe me, I came back and they were like, oh, it's lasagna boy. And I was like, cheers lads. Um, but we were, we were making lasagna and just... I, I looked at her, I was like, oh yeah. So do you have a recipe? She was like, I, I, I typed something up from when I went home and I was like, okay already off to an interesting start and then she was like none of it has measurements and I was just going right um that's, that's one thing you need to learn about cooking is we need to know how much of whatever it is yeah. is going in <laughs> this dish otherwise it's gonna taste disgusting it was it, it turned out all right in the end but we made there was just mess on the floor I had burns on my hand it was just it, it was funny but it was like my housemates are like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. We count that. We count that. But that's the thing. If you both found enjoyment and you both openly say, you know what? That was a date. That would be mm. probably one of your best dating stories mm. because one, you had a laugh. Mm. Two, you found enjoyment. And three, you know, you had a bond with that person. Mm. And that's all three things that, that you want from a date. You want yeah. to have the laugh, the enjoyment, and you want to grow that bond with them. I'm sure there'll be some enjoyment on Friday when we go crazy. I'll let you know if I'm knocked out in hospital. 
Oh, we we will like add that to episode three. <laughs> just I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't wait for that one. Oh, so me and Femi are going to have a common interest of being knocked out playing <laughs> mini golf. What club is it? Oh, it's a nine iron. It's a nine iron. It's just like hitting the side of the temple. Bang, gone. Oh, you're Callum's mate. Oh yeah, he was in here a good couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, I've just, just led on the floor and they're like, hey, do you know what? It's really funny. I was listening to this podcast and <laughs> the guy literally said he got knocked out by a club. Just like you. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm glad that like my my ex relationship was a good first date because I think that's what made the impression of I wanted to see the girl again. I was like Adam. I was like, you know what? I had a really good first date with her. Uh, the second date, we were going to go for Chinese food. Oh, but that be risky. Something came up that I was like, she texted me saying, "Ah, oh, she wasn't feeling up for going." to the Chinese place, mm. but still wanted Chinese food. Right. So I remember her saying, do you want to just come around mine? Mm. And I was like, lovely. End of the day, I spend time with this person. That was, at that time in my head, I was like, that's all I wanted to do. Went around hers, and I didn't realise on the second date, you get introduced to the mum. On a second the second date? And the dad. <laughs> the second date? And just, every, just everyone there, and I was like, Oh, okay. That's terrifying. Oh, I was, I was terrified, but it made me realize that I wanted to be with that person, mm. which was the oddest thing. Cause it was just the second date and I already met like the mum and dad and everyone else. And I was like, I realized there was a, there was something with them all that I was like, this is such an, like a nice environment. Have you heard of the three month rule? Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. I, I genuinely didn't until she said it. I didn't realize it was a thing. Cause like she said it. And then obviously, cause you know how everyone's phones listen to them. It's all that was coming on my TikTok when they're like, when they find out the three month rule was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know. Three month rule is something that I got a month and a half left. I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I've since then have valued and I've mm. gone, Right. I don't want to rush it. But at that age, when you're 19, 20, you can't. Mm. It just happens, you know. I mean, we are the undateable. So what on earth is the three-month rule? Because uh, yeah. I've completely forgotten it. So for the three-month rule, it's a case of you cannot meet the family, mm. really, within three months. Mm. Which seems a very long time to yeah. not meet someone's family. Especially if people are living at home. Yeah. Because that rule just goes out the window. Yeah, and just start yeah. feeding them through the window because and climbing in. In that three months, that's your honeymoon period. Mm. Your honeymoon period is three months to six. Right. Because you're still getting to know the person. Mm-hmm. And what you don't realise, in three months, you don't want to introduce them all to your family. Right. And then in three months, it doesn't work out. <laughs> that would oh, be an awkward conversation. See, so it's one of those of like, for three months, you're getting to know them. And for three months, it's how well is this person going to take to my family? Mm. Are they the right match? And that's why in three months you make up your mind. Yeah. And it's something that with our generation... It just goes out the window. It goes out the window. They just don't care. Yeah, yeah. But then some people, you know, they value it. So like it's something that a lot of people might introduce the family in the second month. Mm. And then the third month you see how the guy is or the girl with the family and see how, you know, is there a, you know, a, a 
bond within all families. Mm. If you have that, perfect. And then you see how it is for six months. Mm. Because for six, at the six month, you go, right, we've done honeymoon. Now it's the relationship. Right. And that's the most important thing is to enjoy the honeymoon. And that's when you learn as well about the person. Mm. And that's what, when I was 19, 20 years of age, I didn't really learn. I should have learned that. I should have learned more about the person I was dating. Because by the second day, I asked the girls to be my girlfriend. Wow. Yeah. Moving fast. That's faster than me. Exactly. So I was 19 years of age. I saw this girl and I was like, you know what? I just want to be with her. Something about her. I just want to be with her. Like, when I look back, I wish I spent more time to get to know her. Yeah. But especially get to know, it's going to sound deep, to get to know myself. Right. Because I was in an environment mentally. So in terms of mental health, I had not realized at that point I was not in a position to love another person mm. because the truth is you have to love yourself before you can love another. Mm. And that sounds really deep. Yeah. But it's something that I wish at the time I knew, mm. but I didn't because you don't realize at 19, 20 years of age, you're going through these different scenarios of, you know, I was someone who had dreamt big and not achieved big at that stage. You know, I was blindsided by life, mm. you know, the real life ex- expectations. And it took me till I met her to go, I have something I'm now putting my all into. I have someone who I value more than wanting to be an actor, which at the age of 19, I was like, that's a big thing for me because yeah. I was always one dimensional. I was mm. always nothing distracted me. It's just, <laughs> I got goals, I'm going to get them. Yeah, it's just acting. And when I was with her, she was someone who, the nicest compliment I ever had of someone is when I was with her, mm. is someone saying to me, I've never seen you so happy, uh-huh. which is the nicest compliment. Oh, that's yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. It's the nicest compliment you can ever have because it's something about your character which they've brought out mm. that you don't realize. And it's nice. That's when you know you've met someone who is beneficial, not just for yourself and your mental health, but someone who is bringing the best side of you possible. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's probably one of the better things. When I think, do you know what I think? I think it's always good when you don't see it, but other people see it. That's I've always been told yeah. that's always a good sign of when you, you found a good, uh, like the right person is when like, you're almost in denial. You're like, oh no, 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 no. thing. Yeah, and then everyone is like, you two are definitely a thing. Like there is no way out of this. Mm. Yeah, everyone goes, you know, I've seen the, you know, I remember everyone saying to me, oh, you know, I've never seen you so happy. You know, I've never seen you so smiling. Like even my work, when I went to work, I enjoyed my work <laughs> because outside of work, I had someone who, made me feel I can have the, I can do as well as I want. Mm. And even though I was applying for drama school lessons and like auditions, yeah, she was someone who supported me in, t- in through the entire way. Mm. But then what I didn't realize is even though I was happy mm. with regards to my mental health, yeah, that was a factor that I didn't communicate and mm. I didn't talk to anyone about it. And you know, you can look back and go, oh, I wish I did. 
Mm. But it's part of my journey that I had to learn to understand myself. Yeah. And it was something that caused, because it was three months into the relationship, there was a situation that happened Mm. that very much kind of took hold of the relationship. And it was something that I wish I communicated well Mm. because it's something that kind of like restricted us to go out and do a lot more things Mm. Um, and it's something that when I look back I was so immature yeah to not be the the best possible person in this situation like I let that thing Mm. be the overtaker of the relationship yeah so we couldn't go out, we couldn't go and do certain things because in my head I was like, yeah. oh, I'm not. Not 100% basically. No, 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 not even 100%. I was, I was not in the best position to give this girl the best possible outcome from me. Yeah. Because men, my, my mental health was low. Um, we were restric- restricted to being indoors. Mm. Um, and I, it's a, a time I didn't drive, so. Okay. Going back and forth was... Wow, young, young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was... Like, this is how immature I was to life because I didn't mm. strive to then want to learn, mm. which at that time I wish I did because I would have been able to go out a lot more and do a lot more things. And it's something that I never hold as the reason the relationship mm. ended. It had to happen. And it was something that I blamed for myself that I wasn't smart enough and I wasn't in a position at that time to go, I had to learn to you know be be a better person but I wasn't because my mental health was in a terrible place and I never spoke to anyone about anyone about it which brings me to the communication mm. and how that was so important to any relationship if I communicated it in that moment and said hey look the reason we argue and the reason we ha- have these petty little arguments yeah. is because you're just not you're not feeling yourself I'm not me. Yeah. You know, I I love you and, and all that. Mm. It's almost I, like a date in an alter ego. Yeah, but I'm, you know, the person that you you met on that first date mm. isn't currently me because what I'm doing is beating myself up inside because yeah. what was beating me up was the my mind was going, what if you don't get this audition? So mm. I had a drama school audition yeah. that I had to go to. It was, in, it was the American one. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, this is my last chance. If I don't get this, where's my life going? Exactly. Which at the age of 19 years of age, I that should- That is a horrible thought to I, have, yeah. I should not have been thinking. <laughs> but my my mind was beating me up so much inside that I was blindsided to, you have this girl who absolutely loves you mm. and you adore her, mm. but you're not mentally available. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Like you have to be in a, a place exactly. where you love yourself so you, this girl can get the 100% of you. And it was something that I had a letter back from the audition. Mm. And even even on the day of the audition, I did Romeo and Juliet. Um, and I, it's one Cheesy. thing. Cheesy. <laughs> yeah. But it, it just, if for the audition, you have, yeah, to, do, you yeah. have to do Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, and when it was the balcony scene. And I remember the <laughs> auditioner in a very American accent that I'm yeah. not going to do said to me and goes you're holding back why is there anyone in your life that you know makes you feel a certain way that you would 
you know, do anything for. She just instantly puts the chair. You're like, yes. And it, and it was, you know, in that moment, it was that person. And I gave what probably would have been my best audition because mm. I got given a place in the in the drama school. Oh, wow. From that one thing. Yeah. So what my brain was going was, mm. this person is it's so good for you. Because they're bringing the best possible yeah. version of you. For just every aspect of life as well. Every not, just, aspect, not just with that. Exactly. But there's something in your head that's going, you don't love yourself. Yeah. You don't love yourself. Which, with mental health, it's the worst feeling. Yeah, I can imagine. Until I spoke about it, and mm. when I was open about it, yeah. it takes a massive weight off your shoulders. <laughs> it's just like relief. Yeah. So when I came back home, you know, I had the letter, I had congratulations, you got in. I was excited. First person I told. She was she was asleep. Uh-huh. Like she was at her home and I text I text her five times out of excitement. Mm. I, I rang her as well to be like, you know, I did it, you know, we did it type of thing. Mm. Um and then it's like a day or two later we had a really petty argument over the way I text. And it was it was really stupid. Yeah. Really petty. I mean, nine out of ten arguments normally are. Really petty 19, 20 year old <laughs> arguments. That's what it was. But because I didn't because mentally I wasn't in the right place and I was so immature to mm. everything, I said to her, I was like, I'm coming over. Yeah. Because in my head I was like, I need to break up with her because, you know, I'm going to LA and, you know. It, it was my mental health talking. Yeah. It was, yeah. you, you don't love yourself. You just this, need to get you, out. You, you can't accept this love, right. the love of this person. And I remember getting in my mum's car, my mum driving. My mum, I think she was very adamant to be like, don't break up with this person. Yeah. But she's doing the, the motherly thing of, you know, if you break up, you can't go back. Yeah. Because your mum can't say to you, don't break up this person. Yeah. What are you doing? You're, yeah. you're an idiot. My mum was trying to make me go, Think Jim, about this. Think about this. Because um, even my mum said to me, she was like, I'll, I'll just drive home and, you know, I'll pick you up later. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, stay outside the house. I'll go in and I'll go have a chat with her. And even in my mind, I, like, I, I remember going, like, getting out of the car and going, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. Because, mm. like, what you're going to do is, what I see it as, it's the love of your life in that moment mm. because you might have a million loves of your life. Yeah. You know, you always see people in relationship go, oh, this person's the love of my life. Mm. And then they break up. But in the, that moment of your life, this person was that. Yeah. So in my life of being 19, 20 years old, mm. this person was exactly that. And it was someone who I was like, you know what? I'm going to lose someone who means so much to you. Meant so much to me. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, you know, it's something that when I reflect to it, mm. there's always an unconditional love to that person. Yeah. It's never going to change. Go, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, what you find with a first love, first love, and a first like real love as well, mm. it's unconditional. Yeah. You know, you might end on bad terms, but at the end of the day, you want the best possible outcome for that person. Well, I think it, I think it just shows how much... I mean, I'm sure you remember what I'm saying. It's how much you've matured. I think that I think it's a very moving sort of yeah. uh, end. 
like an episode. I think I think yeah, those yeah. people might be that, looking that, at this like, that, that damn, great. this guy's deep. But um, I got this piece of paper and there's yes, a, a so. random question on it. And I think this should probably be next week's topic of conversation because it is about dating apps, those things you love so much. Oh, I know. Well, the thing is, we have our tech assistant, uh, Cheyenne, who very kindly wrote us a question for what? I love how it's got like sort of like three topics. It's like yeah, best, she, she gave us like she gave us like three options for what mm. the final question could be. So Femi, give me the final question, mm-hmm. and this can be our. Topic. I trust in my reading skills. This I, I know this could be our topic for next week. So it's, it's best slash funniest slash worst uh, Tinder or dating app bios that you've ever seen. Oh, I can think of a few. So for next episode. It's all going to be about Tinder bios, the worst, the funniest, probably the best. And if you guys have any... There are some shockers I've seen. Mine was pretty bad from memory, but... Oh, no, like, I, I remember I've, I've written a few bad ones myself. So we'll definitely talk about that next week. But if you guys have any, please DM us on our Twitter. Uh, we are Undatables. <laughs> Send us a DM. We will then speak about it on the podcast next week. I'm logged in. I'm going to see these one. Are these going to flash up on me? Yeah, they're, they're all going to pop on. I'm going to think I'm popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure, Femi, to uh, have episode two. It's all nicely recorded. We're getting, we're getting the hang of this. I know we're getting the hang of this. Slowly, surely. Well, all I'm left to say, guys, is thank you for listening. We're Undatables. You're Undatables. We're all in this together. And we're all in this together. Thank you. Cheers. Love you guys. Bye.